Oh, hey there. Can we please talk about all the crazy stuff that's been going on in mixed martial arts in the last week? It has been absolutely mental. Not only has been there was no fights on in the UFC at the weekend. You know, Mike Perry is now winning fights. Apparently, people are boxing in triangles. It's a mess. It is an absolute mess. But I am gonna just spew my thoughts out on it over the next kind of ten minutes or so. There are no. Obviously, I didn't put any bets on at the weekend. I'm, I'm not gonna bet on that shit show of <laughs> boxing in triangles. Yeah, let's change the shape of the ring, guys. If all else fails change the shape of the ring am i right yeah you know i mean but yeah anyways uh let's have a quick recap of just all the news and everything like that that's been going off that sounds good uh we have a little bit of a laugh as we go through it as well because a lot of this stuff it is funny especially when it comes to john jones and his just unraveling <laughs> it's honestly you couldn't make a lot of this stuff up but yeah so if that sounds good stick around for the burt locker <laughs> So, first of all, you know, we had Triller in a triangle. You know what I mean? That's, that's actually a pretty good name for this episode. I might do that. Triller in a triangle. That's not bad. Anyway, uh, Mike Perry, he was shocked when that decision was read out. Uh, I didn't watch the whole fight, but oh, yeah, it looked pretty even. I don't know why he was so shocked. I think it's just because he's lost so many on the bounce. You know what? I was actually really pleased. I was really pleased for him because they even said representing MMA. It's about time MMA got a win, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We've, we've, MMA's taken some, some licks lately. I mean, obviously, no one ever once thought that McGregor was going to beat uh, Floyd Mayweather. But you got to admit, you know, everyone knew that Ben Askren was going to drop to Jake Paul. But you know, then there's Tyron Woodley. It's, yeah, you know, MMA in boxing has taken a fucking beating. So I'm glad to see Mike Perry finally getting some, getting something back, clawing some of that credibility back. Credibility. I can't believe I just mentioned Mike Perry and credibility in the same sentence. That is, uh, oh, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, like I said, shit's been crazy. Shit's been crazy like lately. Frank Mir, <laughs> what, what the fuck was he doing in there? What was he doing in there? Pulev is like a, he's like a top 10 heavyweight, isn't he? Or Cruiser, I don't even know what weight he fights. I'm not hugely into boxing. Please let me know in the comments. But Pulev, right? I'm, am I right in thinking he's pretty good? Like, he's a pretty good boxer. What was Frank Mir doing in there against him? That is an outrageous mismatch. Who sanctioned that bullshit? Because, look, at the end of the day, I think that... Frank Mir is a legend of the sport and he should be allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. Do you know what I mean? Because he can, he can still go out there and he can make money. I don't like seeing him... I Because mean, I, if you go back and watch... If you go and watch it, right, find it on YouTube. Um, I'll try and put a, a, put a card up if I remember. But yeah, it was hard to watch. I mean, I don't know what Mergliotta was doing. Like, step in! Step in and stop that shit! Oh, oh I was waiting for Pulev to to make an advance. Don't wait for an advance. Frank Mir was dead. He was dead. What are you waiting for? The fucking mortician. Shit. Shit, Dan. Come on. Come on, Dan. Fucking hell. Joey, I like Frank Mir. I'd like him to be on this planet for a few more years. Could you please? Fuck. 
yeah, I don't know. I mean, Frank Mir, he was never like because people said, oh, he knocked down uh, Czech Congo. Czech Congo is a kickboxer, you know. He's not going in there against a really good boxer and doing anything. Frank Mir like caught him with a punch in an MMA fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't mean that Frank Mir can box. I'm not saying he's bad, but but far be it. He's probably not a bad boxer. But what I'm saying is. You can't be putting him in there against top 10 level heavyweight boxers because he's going to get killed. And that's what happened. It was hard to watch. I didn't like it. Did not like it one bit. Moving on. So Rachel Ostovich, right? She's been in the news again. Uh, Not for fighting. Obviously, she's never actually in the news for fighting, is she? She's a fighter. Never actually in the news for fighting. Anyway, (laughs) she's kind of... Been in this interview, and surprise, surprise, she's harping on about how she was nearly broke when she left the UFC. And a lot of people have been going, oh, well, how can that be possible? How is that possible? How can you fight for the UFC and leave nearly broke? Well, I'll tell you how. It's really simple. What she did is she was in the UFC on an entry-level contract. She fought three times in three years. She lost all three fights that is 12 grand a year so yeah no shit you're fucking broke if you're only gonna fight once a year on 12 grand a year and you're very insistent on losing those fights then yeah don't what what should happen look if you enter the ufc on your like on your rookie contract let's call it and you lose every single fight on that contract and you're inactive to the point where you only fight once a year yeah you should leave a fucking millionaire shouldn't you everyone should leave with fucking billions in their bank this is the the ufc are fucking robbing them aren't they you jesus christ i wish people would shut the fuck up with that shit like at the end of the day they have people have to work their way up to that you know what i mean it, it honestly it makes me so angry i'm afraid i might just hurt myself <laughs> but yeah no in a in a nutshell the reason ostovich left the UFC nearly broke, is because she was inactive and didn't win. Those two things together mean that you're probably going to need a second income of some kind. It, it, it's, that, it is ju- that is just it. Like Any boxer of like prelim level, any, any other fighter at that level would probably have a second income from coaching or doing something. Joy, I hear her OnlyFans is popping off. Fair play to her. Because she ain't making that money from fighting. Maybe she's making it from bare knuckle boxing now. But even she admitted that, like, it's all relative. Because bare knuckle boxing pay her way better, but she can't fight as much. If she was inactive in the UFC, how is she going to be dealing with the extra damage she gets from bare knuckle boxing? I wish her all the best. I mean, at the end of the day, she beat Paige Van Zandt. Who hasn't lately, by the way? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, look. End of the day, there seems to be a bit of money in bare knuckle boxing if you have a name, I might add, right? There's no point in going into bare knuckle boxing if you haven't made a name off the back of the UFC first. Have you noticed that, guys? So maybe the UFC isn't as useless as everybody thinks because without the name they made in the UFC, where would Paige Van Zandt be? What, would they be paying her millions in a contract on bare knuckle FC? Absolutely fucking not. Do you know what I mean? Like, Rachel Ostovich, if, she, if they can't bill her as former UFC fighter Rachel Ostovich, are they paying her what they pay her? You, you're out of your mind. They're not going to be doing that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, the UFC, it, the, all these fighters, they, they kind of trash the UFC after they're out of there. Kevin Lee's going to be the next one, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's going to be trashing the UFC, saying, oh, he, because 
yeah, let's move off. Let's move off of Rachel Ostovich. Whoop. And let's move on to Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee been released from the UFC. Kel fucking surprise, mate. Jesus Christ. Hasn't he lost like four out of his last five or something stupid like that? It's like people that like... I saw one person, like, they typed out going, going, oh, so let me get this straight. The Diaz brothers get to smoke weed all the time and Kevin Lee pops once for Adderall and the UFC cut him. <laughs> Just, I need the shittiest take you have. No, no, that's too shitty. Fucking hell. That's not why they cut him. They didn't cut him because of that, you idiots. They cut him because he's lost like four out of his last five. It's something like that. I don't even have the numbers in front of me. I'm just guessing here. But he hasn't been winning a lot lately. Who, who did he beat? He beat Gregor Gillespie, didn't he? He knocked him out with that head kick. And other than that, he's lost all of his fights, hasn't he? So that's why they've let him go. Because they were paying him too much money for someone that doesn't bring in massive numbers and is not winning. Ergo, they need to cut him. I'm sure he's going to do great in Bellator anyway. He could be a champion in Bellator. There was a time where we thought that Kevin Lee would be a champion in the UFC. Look, at the end of the day, he's still relatively young. He could still do it, right? If he goes into Bellator and just smashes the place up, absolutely smashes the place up, takes home titles all over the place, and then fucking waltzes back into the UFC, he'll get a fat new deal, and then he's going to, and he's going to be fucking laughing. Joe, but it's but all these people go, oh, how could they cut Kevin Lee? Really fucking easily. He isn't winning and he's not that big of a draw. Get over it. Jesus Christ. Anyway. So yeah, what else am I talking about here? <laughs> John Jones. John Jones was served humble pie, apparently. Well, no, not really. The f who the fuck writes these articles? Fucking hell, Damon Martin. You fucking... Jesus Christ. They, they were in a wrestling practice, right? Number And also, he's, he's brought in an Olympic-level wrestler to help him with his wrestling. So, yeah, you, you, ideally, your coach, the person who's fucking working on your wrestling with, he needs to be better. Like, how is that being served humble pie, you fucking idiot? That's how training works. People train to get better. Iron sharpens iron. So the fact that, that, that John Jones isn't just dominating and flattening an Olympic-level fucking wrestler, that should be no goddamn surprise. Why is that headline, Jones is served humble pie? Jones posted the goddamn video. How is that being served humble pie? Fucking stupid. Dumb articles. Stupid, dumb articles. I hate this shit. Moving on. John Jones is being a knobhead now, anyway. Like, because he started uh, talking about... What's his name? Um, Mike Jackson, is it? I wonder if I've got the actual... Oh, look at that. I haven't... Yeah, there we go. I've prepared and everything. Here we go. Boop. Let's put it up there. So, yeah, John Jones is like... Basically, he got... He got... Um, what's the word? Removed... Uh, Cut, not cut, I mean, like asked not to go back to Jackson Wink. Anyway, Wink is suspending me from the team. It's just like, basically, John, John Jones, obviously, he's drinking again. <laughs> and he's on Twitter. I'm kidding. He's probably not drinking again. Maybe. I don't know. Ask his wife. Uh, no, don't ask his wife. Um, let's just stay off that entire subject. Anyway. Jones is like, he's tweeting out, you know, Wink suspended me from the team, changed absolutely nothing for me. I'm still working with the same exact coach with the same exact schedule we have been over the last two years. It's like, okay, so, but like, look, at the end of the day, all I want to see 
is John Jones coming back to fight in heavyweight. I, I have no interest in any of this. This is all bollocks. Do you know what I mean? To talking about how, like, he, he just seems to be so upset that, like, Winkle John has been, or, yeah, Mike Wick. Is it Mike Wick? Mike Winkle John? Or whatever. Like, he's saying that, you know, he's still trying to monetize off me. It's like, look, everyone knows that you made your, like, the, you, yourself, John Jones, and Jackson Wink go hand in hand. Do you know And everyone knows that. So it's not like news. But they sit, he, he objects to having posters up, apparently, in every wall in the building. It's like, look, you're one of their most successful, like, guys. So, and the thing is, the fact that you've left that gym doesn't change the fact that they won that title. They won those titles with you, and you were part of that team. So they're still going to keep that shit up. So you need to get over that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not... And it's a kind of fair thing to do, isn't it? Because look, just because you're not at the team now doesn't mean that at the time, like, lots of gyms have belts and stuff, like, to show, look, we train fucking champions. Do you know what I mean? And let's be fair, John, it wasn't like a one-way thing, was it? John, you got a lot of benefit out of being at Jackson Wink. And don't pretend like you didn't, because he's kind of, like, saying that basically he was, like, it was all him giving to the gym and him taking nothing from the gym. Like, he got no benefit from it whatsoever. I'm sure that's fucking true, mate. Jesus Christ. They've got some of the best coaches in the world down there, and they're probably a good part of the reason that you kept your title for as long as you did. If you hadn't gone, like, you know, running people over and crashing your car into pregnant women and all that kind of nonsense that you did, then, like, you'd have held your belt for even longer. But, you know, I like all that kind of wildness. I like that in a fighter. I find it interesting. It's all very interesting. This, this seems kind of pathetic and kind and weird, though. Oh, you have a convicted rapist. It's like, what? Who? I mean, the thing is, it's like, Everyone goes on a, like, it's, it's like, who was it? Did he have Tyson down at the gym? You know what I mean? Cause I mean, because people don't like to hear it, because everyone loves Mike Tyson now, and I, and I love Mike Tyson. Do you know what I mean? he's, he's a great character, great boxer, like one of the greatest of all time. You know, he's still a rapist, though. <laughs> you know I mean? People like fucking still walk around wearing his t shirts, though. It doesn't stop him, does it? You know, it's like, it's, it's what it is. Like, he's a wild man. Like, there, there are there are consequences to being a wild man, and one of them is like, you know, headbutting cop cars and. You know, slapping your fiance around a bit, which you know I am not in favour of. But you know, can you separate the art from the artist? It's <laughs> what I'm saying. But yeah, I don't know. This seems pathetic and weird. Just that John Jones just going out and slagging off. Uh, yeah, Mike Jackson, whatever. Eh, anyway, all I want to see is John Jones back in the octagon at heavyweight, right? I want to see him at heavyweight. I want to see if he can actually back up some of the shit that he's been saying. Because you know what? I don't think that a move to heavyweight goes great for John Jones. I don't think that he's going to get big enough to be... Because he has to put that size on. He has to work at that. These real heavyweights, they don't have to work at being big. They are just big. Do you know what I mean? So we're going to see. We're going to find out if he can hang with that power. And if he can hang with those kind of guys that they've got sitting up there waiting for him because they're not go they're not going to roll in there just to get beaten by john jones they're going to try and like prove a point they're going to try hey you should have stayed where you belonged and that is interesting isn't it it's interesting we want to see it come on john stop fucking around get back in there i'm a huge fan just get back into the fucking cage God damn it. Anyway, speaking of heavyweights, Hamzat Chimiev apparently wants to fight Brock Lesnar. I mean, <laughs> not really. He's just basically calling out every single name under the sun. George St. Pierre, 
like that's weird. That's another weird thing, isn't it? Like I, I said about it last week, I feel I find it weird that Kamara Usman's calling out George St. Pierre. The dude is now 40. He hasn't fought since 2017. The man's a legend. All right, stop calling him out and saying, "Oh, he doesn't want any of this smoke." It's like, yeah, he's he's 40 though. You're kind of in your athletic prime, and you know what? Even though GSP is 40, it's still not. Like, he's still pretty fucking good. I, I would still think that he would have a decent chance. But you're not fighting GSP in his prime, are you? And you never will. So stop talking about it. And also, what's the point in calling out Brock Lesnar? Number one, Chimaev, like, he might be an absolute gangster, right? And he might be really, really fucking good. But honestly, like, Brock Lesnar, you sure about that? He's a pretty fucking scary dude. Like, I mean, people people give Brock Lesnar a lot of shit. Like, they call him, like, say he was a shit fighter and that. You're confusing a not well-rounded fighter with being a shit fighter. Brock Lesnar was an incredible fighter. Like, he was very, very good at what he did. If he takes if, if he takes anybody down and gets on top of them, let me tell you that is a bad night. That is a bad night for anybody. And people in the heavyweight division found that out because he was the champion. And yeah, okay, he got those opportunities because of his name. But he still had to go out there and beat the champion. He still had to beat Randy Couture. Knocking out Randy Couture is not easy, all right? And Brock Lesnar still, he, he still retained that belt. He was tied for the most title defences for quite a while. He was a very legitimate fighter. He's, he was very good, right? He wasn't well-rounded enough, and that was where he ultimately came unstuck. Now, obviously, he comes at Shimaev. He's a very, very good grappler. Very, very good. Insanely good. I don't know. At a certain point, size does matter, though. And it's Brock Lesnar. I've seen Brock Lesnar in person. Let me tell you, you, you don't understand how big he is until you've seen him. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I understand this is a different thing now. You think somebody's a big guy? No, no, Brock Lesnar's preposterous. It's like, and at a certain point, that's going to matter. At a certain point, Hamza Chimaev is going to try and grapple and take him down. He isn't picking up Brock Lesnar like he picked up Jiang Liang, if he tries to do that, Brock Lesnar is going to laugh, pick him up and probably F5 him. I'd be, oh, that'd be hilarious. I'd, I'd pay to see that. But yeah, no, let's be realistic. In a, in a fight, Hamzat Shimaev versus Brock Lesnar, you know, maybe Hamzat Shimaev is invincible and he just plows through it. Maybe that happens, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Because Brock Lesnar, like whether you think, whatever you think of him, like if he can get you down to the ground, and start punching you in the head. Let me tell you, Hamzat Chimaev or not, that's a fucking bad place to be. And honestly, Hamzat Chimaev, he's like, you know, he's a middleweight. He walks around at kind of middleweight size. Brock Lesnar is preposterously big. Mental. Absolutely mental. Never happened. But anyway, it's just, all of that is irrelevant anyway, because it's all just like words coming out of Chimaev's mouth. He just calls out a different person every day. And you know what? I fucking love it. Do you know what I mean? Hamzat Chimaev looking for a fight. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I like it. I like Chimaev. I'm really looking forward to seeing him fight again. But yeah, let's let's get into Trolls of the Week. Troll of the Week. So Dan Hooker has been looking to get to uh, Featherweight. And <laughs> it just made me laugh because I saw it. So, you, you, MMA Gags. Shout out MMA Gags, by the way, for this one. Because you know the film uh, The Machinist with... Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, basically, they've got a picture of him, and that is Dan Hooker, like, stepping down to, like, 145. That is good. I think that's a better weight class for Dan Hooker, honestly. Because, look, he is right. Look, he's been beaten by, by a lot of the top guys at uh, lightweight, and unfortunately, it hasn't gone his way. But you, you don't want to, like, just see him... 
kind of fighting the same people over and over again. So at least it's interesting. It's an interesting move. And uh, yeah, this next one, because <laughs> you've got a... Uh, I can't even remember what the actual film is called. Like Doctor Strange, is it? Is it Doctor Strange? No, the one with... Ka um, Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, the Marvel one. But anyway, what they've done here is because uh, <laughs> they put Conor McGregor's face on it and called it Doctor Stoppage. <laughs> because he kept screaming after the fight. That's not a thing I am. It's a Doctor Stoppage. It's a Doctor Stoppage. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then the next one we've got up is uh, it's a very good... Oh, this one's really hilarious. Right, do you remember the... Um, the Ultimate Fighter series, where it was Wanderlei Silva against uh, Chael Sonnen, and they had that little scuffle, and basically, like, you know, like Chael Sonnen's like, I can't let you get too close! I can't let you do it, Wanderlei! You're gonna jeopardize this whole thing! And, and like, you know, literally, and, and everyone, that's become a meme all over the place. The sandals, the vest, the trackies, and just, I can't, the, 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 I can't let you get too close starter kit. You've seen all that, right? This one is a wing mirror, right, of a car. It's got Wanderlei Silver in the wing mirror and it says, objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. This made my day like, it, like you wouldn't believe. I'm, <laughs> it's just stuff like this. It brings me so much joy. I know the objects in this mirror are closer than they appear. And it's Wanderlei Silva just there, just like, you disrespect the Brazil. You disrespect Brazil at the shooter box. You don't know, man. You don't know how we go at the shooter box. We go harder. <laughs> Sorry, that is an awful impression. Well, not awful, but not good either. And uh, yeah, last one. Last one is, uh, <laughs> this one is, I don't know, it just made me laugh because it's so silly. So you got like, it really put this one, it's like, because obviously you've got Nganu who's going to be fighting Cyril Garn pretty soon. You've got a picture of Cyril Garn with the interim belt over his shoulder. He's standing with the Eiffel Tower in the background, gorgeous picture. And then you've got Francis Nganu sitting on his sofa and he's got like a tiny Eiffel Tower behind him and he's towering over it. And it's like, this really puts into perspective just how big Francis Nganu is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so silly it's so silly but yeah i don't know that's gonna be a good fight though it's gonna be interesting my first thoughts are gonna be cyril Garn. i think cyril Garn probably takes it anyways as far as i know there are no more fights this week either like i think the next fights are um justin poirier against Oliveira, which is 269 which is not this weekend is it uh let's just let's just google that let's just make sure i haven't dropped a clanger here dustin versus Charles Oliveira. Let's have a look. What date is that going to be? Yeah, Sunday the 12th of December. So that's, yeah, that's not this week. That is not this week, guys. So yeah, I have another weekend off. Just betting on NFL first touchdown scorers, I guess. I've been doing really well on those, actually. I've been doing all right on those. It's the only thing keeping my bank balance going. But anyway... Until the next time, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.